Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers were presented by Progressive Insurance. And boy, we were really fortunate, the three of us, to go into this occupation where apparently you can make $375 million in one contract. <laughs> No, not apparently we can. Apparently Tom Brady can. Uh, all I know, Key, is there's a reason you don't see me calling football games. No one's approached me with $375 million yet, and I refuse to take a penny less. Tom, Tom Brady in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. This is his 12th Super Bowl appearance in the Mercedes-Benz Dome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jay, Listen to Dan Graziano, our ESPN NFL insider, on a terrific morning show on the radio. You should check it out. Keyshawn J. Willemax, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern hmm. on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. It's a sensation. But listen, Dan Graziano appeared on that program, and this is what he said about Brady's contract with Fox. I don't think it signals anything about that. I think Fox was making the announcement. I, I, I was just told on an earnings call. I mean, they're trying to you know, make a splash. They made it clear that it's up to him when it starts. But, no, I don't think it means this is his last year. I think it's his last year in Tampa. Okay. I mean, the contract's up after this year, voids after this year, so he'll be able to go wherever he wants to go. And Miami, what? Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like he had a little bit of a wandering eye this past year, right, with the retirement and then coming back. So, yeah, I think there's some intrigue as to where he might play in 2023, assuming he does. I mean, he, he could decide to retire again. Uh-oh. We don't know. Nobody knows, and anybody who tells you how long Tom Brady's going to play is making it up because I don't think he knows. So that is a really interesting point that Dan brings up, right, Key? You announce it not knowing when Tom's really going to retire, which creates more intrigue around Tom. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. He, this man is a media genius. He is just building out his brand more and more. If it's, is he going to play another year? Oh, let me go to... The, the podcast that he has, Man in the Arena. Oh, he's going to leak some other information out now. Oh, now he's going to do broadcasting. Is that going to give him more leverage in his next contract? Can he have a handshake deal with some kind of owner on a secret boat that maybe gives him ownership status in another team? It just keeps you engaged in every single move, and it gives him leverage. He, uh, Jay makes a good point. I know our very own uh, Pat Costello and, and Alan Yates also have their own brands. But maybe if they were better at managing those brands, they'd have a 10-year, $375 million contract. I got t-shirts, cuz. As I I I tell you, as I say to you, uh, Max, in in doing one of our breaks or whatever, I I don't even know with TB12 and the brand. I don't even – I hear about a lot of that, but I also have been an athlete myself and on and off the field and have been involved in many, many different things throughout my life. Your brand is who you are. TB12 is not going to be able to monetize his brand by going to Fox. Fox is the brand. He's going to be able to monetize who he is. In other words, well, he got he, paid by going to Fox. It's not a brand play. But I'm not, yeah, call, not, I'm not calling TB12 the brand. I'm calling Tom Brady the brand. Well, that's what I just said. I yeah. said okay. he is going to be able to, not the brand. So when you look at these brands for a lot of athletes, it's like, well, what does that mean? Body Armor, Kobe Bryant was able to invest and be a part of Body Armor, so he was able to parlay that into large sums of money. Nike, Michael Jordan, all that, LeBron James, all of those sort of things, opposed to these individual brands. I go back and I think about Big Baller brand. How did that? I still, matter of fact, I need to call 
LeVar, man, I need to get my money back. I still ain't got my money back for them damn shoes. But when you don't align yourself, who's you laughing, Pat? When you don't align yourself with the major brands, it's very difficult to be an influencer, so to speak. The Kardashians are influencers. So it's a different level when you're talking about influencer on social media and all those sort of things opposed to an actual, I don't want to call it a person, but an actual person like Tom Brady who had a career before social media even took off. But CK, uh, I found this. I was doing a boardroom interview. This is back in the day. It's about three or four years ago where it was myself, LeBron James, Maverick Carter, Rich Kleiman, and Kevin Durant. And I was asking Bron about how difficult it is for him because every choice is criticized or it's looked at or it's left to debate, right? And I was like, you know, how do you manage your brand? He's like, well, Jay, you know, Louis Vuitton, Nike, that's a brand. Like, I'm LeBron. And I looked at him during an interview and I said, but no, you're wrong. You are a brand. You are a brand. And brands are looking to be aligned with your brand. I'm a business So I know man. that you're a person, yeah. but you're also a major brand. And that's my thing about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a person, but they're also brands that are dying to be in business with the Tom Brady brand and everything that comes along with that. The wife, the family, the football legacy, what he does next with the production arm, the pot, all of it. A is brand is really – If you a bra- can move the needle, though, Jay, that's the thing. Yes, we're all our own separate brands. Jay, Will, Max Kellerman, Keyshawn Johnson. We're all – I love that. Keyshawn Johnson. It, it, we always – I know. I, I love that. I, <laughs> Nepotism Max Johnson. Ru- Ma- Nepi Max, Johnson. Ma- Max Kellerman is rubbing off on me. Um, <laughs> we're all our own brands. But what's our value to those brands? Does is is Tom Brady three hundred and seventy five million dollars over ten years a value to Fox? Yes. And if it is, then it makes sense for them to pay him that type of money. Right. A brand is how uh, the the value of a brand is, is how it makes the consumer feel when they associate with it. And Tom Brady, the reason we're asking the question, how much is too much Tom Brady? Is part of that has to do <clears throat> like Chuck Shaq. They're, they're, they can be ubiquitous. They can be everywhere, and it's great. They have big, vivacious personalities, and it's, you can't get enough, right? Exactly. But then there are personalities like uh, Derek Jeter, and I thought of Kobe this way too, and I thought of Tom Brady this way until maybe I saw him in Tampa, where part of the brand is the exclusivity. You don't always get that, right? Like, so when you see it, it's a big deal. And I, so, so like I, I, it, it, Marty in Los Angeles, is this too much Tom Brady? And the thing I'm worried about is that, you know, what, what I'm looking at is like Peyton Manning, right? When he gave his post-game interviews, he was funny. Like, you saw charisma. You saw him, like, joking. And for Tom, like, you know, sometimes when he, when he gets caught on the spot, he's not – he doesn't seem comfortable, you know? And, and you know, I, I do live announcing. I do live play-by-play for the amazing sport of beach tennis. If you, don't, if you haven't seen it, check it out. But anyway, not quite on the NFL level. But the same thing, like, it takes a lot of work. And, and you know, I, I think Tom Brady will put in the work to get that part done. But you also have to have that natural, you know, that, that charisma, right? You have to have that, that likability. And I think there's, there's enough Tom Brady haters out there where it's not going to pay off for Fox. So that's my concern. By the way, well, love the show, guys. You guys rock. Key, fight on. Yes, sir. Well, I had to be a Trojan out by the beach, Manhattan Beach somewhere. Um, <laughs> Matt, yeah, no, I don't think – okay, when you talk about press conferences, depending on when you catch an athlete at a press conference depends on what he's going to give you from a personality standpoint. 
when you catch Tom Brady coming off a bad game, you're going to get the, you know, you're going to get that. But when he lights somebody ass up, you're going to get something totally different. And you've got to know that when you're dealing with a, a, an athlete, a Peyton Manning or whatever the case may be. In a feel-good situation, you're going to get all the personality in the world when he won a Super Bowl. When he just lost a Super Bowl, you're going to get, well, yeah, we tried to play good. You're going to get nothing. So there are two different things here to me. And, and they're, they, they're, they overlap, but they're distinct, okay? One is how much entertainment value does he bring? Right. Can you because if you're exposed every week and you're t- people want to know, are they going to be entertained? And there's a separate thing. We talk about brands. Key, you brought it up earlier. Do you know? I don't Will Will Smith may be a bad example now, but like take Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> back in the day. Get in the chopper. Arnold Schwarzenegger. If he was in a movie, I was going to see it. Now, one, it's because I love watching Arnold. Right. But the other thing was he was Bull he was able to have. To, to have enough power to select his projects carefully. So every time you saw him, his brand represented to you great writers, directors, yes. the whole thing. It's not just it's, – it's what, it's what he's associated with, what you expect from that product because he's involved in it and how it makes you feel. Tom Brady has all that stuff. Tom Brady means football winner. Right, he is the biggest deal. He's the goat. He's fe- so he ha- the brand is locked down. Now comes, can he entertain you? I, I think that's a that's a fascinating question that I have about this key. Is that there's certain people, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, that you look at and you feel like they're superhuman, superhuman. And then when you start seeing them in their human element, like oh, they're they're flawed to a degree, right? And we we all are flawed. Let, let us see that from little, Peyton and A-Rod, yes, but not from Jordan, Jordan and those yes, guys. There's the, a certain the, level, the, the, the highest possible level, Jordan and those guys. We don't need overexposure because we don't need to see the flaws. Like, we, you're my you know, dream. We'll you're what that. I dream to be like. It, we'll it, see, it is I, interesting. I think, well, I, I don't know that as crazy as it may sound, I understand the championships. I understand that you want to put Tom Brady at the same athletic elite championship level as Michael Jordan or LeBron James. They move the needle different for me. Yeah. Well, Key, they just yeah. move it different yeah. for me. But key, because, key, let's be honest. You're a black man, and those two move the needle different but, for the culture. But well, hold Tom on. Brady also doesn't sell sneakers, though. To that, white that, people, black people, anybody. He doesn't sell sneakers exactly. like Michael Jordan. But, 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 exactly. Wait, time out, time out, time out for a second. Every single day we come on this network and we talk about football is king. Football is king in this country. Mm-hmm. There are people who are real housewives. Like, watch, so they know who Tom Brady is. So, like, I, I don't I understand, like, where how people can all of a sudden say, like, Tom Brady doesn't hold – Similar clout to Michael Jordan. I understand that Michael Jordan Will might you be. Stop uh, saying people. I'm the one who said it. Well, uh, well, you're not the only one because I was talking about this on other radio shows the other day, and it created a lot of different dynamic of conversations. Like all he I'm does saying, move. I think. I think one thing that that key. You. Sh- I think there's a generation of people who still haven't gotten their heads around how important the quarterback has become in football, and therefore how it, they are more like NBA stars now than, late, than, than they used to be. I agree with that, Jay, but still the top of the top NBA stars connect at least with youth culture in terms of moving merchandise okay. and stuff and popular culture more than NFL players, I think. 
Let's see what the caller thinks. Yeah, but I'm not talking about NFL players. I'm talking about Tom Brady. Let's see what the caller thinks. David in Boston. Uh, yeah, good morning. Um, I think there's an important point we're missing here. Um, it's the New England market. The Patriots games are on CBS. When you watch a football, you leave it on the channel. And Fox is trying to capture that New England market, get them to change the channel to watch their game instead of the game on CBS. Yeah, Can you say market, market for me one market. more time? Uh, yeah, market. <laughs> <laughs> they are trying to capture that market. <laughs> and by the way, it's a big market because it's as soon as you leave New York City, you start going north. It's the entire eastern seaboard north of New York. Right? Yeah, but it's that, the whole rest of it. But it's Fox, so you're not only game you're gonna get. You may get you may get a New England Patriots. Well, how does that work, uh, Evan? Is it the home team? Is the network? No, it's that- the road team. So when like the, the road team. So say the the Giants are playing. At the Chiefs, that game would be on Fox, but that's an old. So it's it's a road. It's not home game. It's road, right? Okay. But that's an old school way of th- in college. It's it's home, but that's such an old school way of thinking because there are these crossover games now where you'll see like a like a Titans Bills game will be on Fox, even though it's two AFC teams. Like the NFL is not stuck in their ways anymore. To these CBS gets all the AFC road games and Fox gets all the NFC road games. That's not the way it works anymore. There are tons of crossover games. Like I think there was a a game last year. It was like Green Bay and the Eagles was on well, CBS. CBS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like Weird. that's that's something that they've started to do. So I don't. I think that the guy's point would have been more valid. Like eight years ago when the, that's what the NFL was doing with the teams. Yeah, cool. and, 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 and Jay, so I understand that we think that Tom Brady is – you guys think that Tom Brady is closer to those guys than I do. I, and, yes, I am a black man, but I also watch football and I watch shows that white people are the main cast of. Who are you raising your hand, Pat? That main people are the cast of. <laughs> I, I was raising so his hand. Raises his hand. <laughs> I said white people. It, and so I'm not out of touch at all with that. But I'm also in reality to know that he ain't moving no needle like those two he, dudes. He, I'm I pretty understand. sure. I, I understand now. I think this probably has something to do with NFTs, and, and Jay will explain it to us <laughs> later. But right now, I'm pretty sure it's the metaverse. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn with us now. As promised. Ask Alan. Ask him. Maybe Zach Levine is in play. If you're willing to give a max, I'm sure he would take a four-year max to get him out of there. And he's unrestricted. If I'm the Bulls, I say, cool, Zach. Let's work out a sign and trade. $213 million for Zach Levine. I, all the people who <laughs> are clinging to this argument that Zach Levine is this unbelievably transcendent player, they say, oh, two-time All-Star. He made the Olympic team. He won a gold medal. What has Zach Levine ever done on a winning team? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Alan Hans about to give you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Listen to Brian Windhorst, ESPN NBA insider on the Hoop Collective podcast. Here's Wendy. Subsequently, as I've talked to league executives, there's now some belief, and maybe only Zach knows, but there's now some belief that, that Zach could be in play. That, you know, that what a lot of people thought was a foregone conclusion of Zach staying in Chicago on whatever deal it was going to be may not be the case. So as you look at options for this summer, maybe Zach Levine is in play. 
if you're willing to give a max. I'm sure he would, he would take a four-year max to get him out of there. And he's unrestricted. Alan Hahn, as a diehard Knicks fan and the guy who's calls their games uh, very in with the Knicks organization, and last night I kind of came up with this three-way trade between the Lakers, the Bulls, and the Knicks. And I want to hear your perspective if you would like this for the Knicks. So say hypothetically Zach Levine says, I want to force my way out of Chicago. I do not want to be here. I want to have a sign and trade. I want to go play with LeBron James in L.A. In return, L.A. gives Russell Westbrook 2027 first-round pick, and then say 2028, some kind of pick. Second round, I don't know, whatever it is, because you may be informed in the first they can't give two back-to-back mm-hmm. first-round picks year after year, right. right? But some other pick in addition to that. Yep. Then the Bulls will receive Julius Randle, Evan Fournier. I know it stinks for Chicago, but their hands will be forced. But ultimately, with $47 million contract coming on the, on the payroll for the Knicks that comes off your book the following year, picks, you will be in prime position for the Knicks to go after and target a big-time free agent to build around with R.J. Barrett. Do you like that from the Knicks' perspective? Yeah, I do from the, the clearing space and resetting kind of perspective and also from the what, what Westbrook could bring. I know he looked terrible with the Lakers, but it, it was such a bad fit that I, I just wonder if he was struggling all year just trying to figure it out. It is, it is known that Tom Thibodeau loves Russell Westbrook. I mean, I've heard that um, when when – you know, Washington wanted to move him, that the Knicks wanted to, you know, he wanted to push them to get him, thinking it's a two-year deal, it's not so bad, and you get, you know, an alpha. So that's that. So I think if there's nothing else to do this summer, I don't, I wouldn't make that the first option, but if I can be involved in something like this as a, I got nothing else to do and I need to do something option, then I would do it. What is your first option? My first option is to make a deal for Donovan Mitchell. I, it's my first option. So you, you the think world that, knows he's not happy there, yeah. and there is a relationship be, between him and, and and Johnny Bryant, assistant coach on the team that they've gone back for years, and he's from here. He's from New York, and if I can make that happen, I'm making that happen. Do you think he's a you can win a championship with Donovan Mitchell either as your as a one or a one A? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think he had know, that again, great series against Denver. Yeah, oh my remember, god! Yeah. He, he and Jamal Murray just went crazy. One of the greatest ever, and, back and, and forth. We're not. We didn't see the same guy this year because of all the outside things that were going on there. So hmm. I, I love him. I think he'd be inspired here. I don't think he's obviously a main piece, but he's definitely. I wish he shot it a little better uh, for a guy piece. his height. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, well, what do you yeah, mean? You don't think he's a main piece? Uh, what I mean is, is like he's a main piece. But yeah, well. He's not a top five player in the league. Top five, you're okay. a main piece, right? Okay. You're a guy right. like that can Giannis, you know, those yes. guys. Kevin I don't Durant, know if he's yes. that, but I definitely think if you build it properly with him, oh, yeah, I think you can – I think he's a, he's a piece like that. So, if you grab, if you grab him, who are you getting rid of? Though? Well, I mean, look, it's going to cost you. You know that. Yeah. I, I'm well aware of that. It's not easy to say this because I love this guy, but if you're the Jazz, of course you're going to want R.J. Barrett. Yeah, and you're going to want him right now. You're going to want him, and then you have to give him because the Knicks have to make a decision on: Are you giving him uh, the max off the rookie deal, 180 million dollars? He's the third pick in the draft. He can Here, get here's the problem, Alan. The problem is, given how young he is, he's so young 21. still, yep. and given the improvements in his game, it is far from certain that he'll be a perennial All Star. However, he has a good chance to be a perennial all-star and a guy like that if he becomes that you want on the team because if you can clear cap space you can get two max guys in there and then you can grandfather him in i need more i need more intel about his uh his drawing power 
How many players? Like, hundred percent players are 100%. like, I'd love to play with RJ Barrett. That's he's the whole a, thing. He's Luke actually a very popular guy. Like, a lot of players like him. So I would also be very careful with that. I'm not in the front office. This is not my job to make sure to find out. Wait a minute, is RJ a magnet? Because if he is, then maybe I don't want. In other this. words, what you're saying by clearing cap space, Jay, key the question you asked, and, and what Alan, what you're talking about is really the job of the Knicks is to become an, an attractive destination. And, and Isn't that the job of every of, franchise? But, but especially for the Knicks, because they haven't been for so long, in spite of having New York and Madison Square Garden. And, and so the best way to do that is not just by having nothing on the books. It's by having something yes. on the books that other players like and, and they want to be there with. That's what was lacking in 2010. I covered all that stuff with LeBron, and he was very serious about it, but he knew he was coming to an empty cupboard. He knew it, and that was going to be difficult and that was also the story with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was very interested in the Knicks, but he was coming to an empty cupboard. What's your you gut on R.J. Barrett? Yes or no? Is he? Can he be that guy? Not, not the best player on a championship team, but, but an all-star who other players want to play if with. If I'm basing it on my, his character and work ethic, yes, I do think that. I, do th- I put a lot of value in him. I think the world of R.J. Barrett. But if you think the world of R.J. Barrett and you got to get rid of him to, to grab Mitchell. Well, I'm getting a, a – what, what I have in R.J. Barrett is a maybe – could be what I have. Yeah, what I would have in Donovan Mitchell is a I know what he is already. You, you, you know what young. he is, but it, but if he's not a top five guy, so to speak, not yet. In, yeah. In oh. in in the cupboard is bare, and you missed you mentioned uh, LeBron, you mentioned KD and company. What's any different now mm-hmm. in New York for the Knicks with with Mitchell than it was when those guys were thinking about coming? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That is the that's the concern that it could be another Carmelo Anthony trade where you give up a lot, you get one guy, and now you've got to f- try to figure it out that well, one. Jimmy Butler is you're absolutely right. Here, here's they're still, one. They're on their way yeah, to the Eastern Conference right. Finals. That's Let me boil down your philosophy, that, that's Alan. The RJ comparison. Tell me if I got your philosophy right or not, because I will sign up for this one. Right? I'll. S- so, what you trade for Donovan Mitchell, unless it's make or break to put RJ in the deal. Because if you can get Donovan Mitchell and keep R.J. Barrett, oh take everything else. Your backcourt. Now, let's say you had to give up R.J. Barrett to get Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. but you can keep Donovan Mitchell, bring in Westbrook and clear the books, and then go forward. Which is preferable? <sighs> I, I, I'm trying to keep up with that. So, so you have R.J. Barrett. I keep R.J. I don't get Mitchell. You don't get Mitchell yeah, now. Said, you don't ma- get it now. Yeah, I would make that. Yeah, I would make that like an, a de- – I like it as an option. What Jay put together is a good option. Now – is it good for the Lakers? Is it good for the Bulls? I mean, for the Bulls, I guess you get something out of nothing. But for the Lakers, I, you know, is, it, is that the best thing you can do? I'm turning Russell Westbrook and some meaningless picks that, like, late in the first into Zach Levine? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm doing that. Okay. Keyshawn J. Willemax. That is Alan Hahn, ladies and gentlemen. I think we've come to some kind of a meeting of the minds here. I agree. I'm, I'm, signing, up on, I'm signing off on this one. I've got you to say something positive about something the Knicks could do. Wow. He was giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Would the Lakers make this trade? And why is Jeannie Buss so unhappy with their situation presently? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. 
all without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Just hearing you say TikTok makes me giggle. TikTok. It's hilarious, by <laughs> like, the way. TikTok. Does this have something to do with TikTok. NFTs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get you an NFT, by the way. It, I'm oh. going to get you and CC. In the metaverse or in the real world? No, don't say stop. No, stop. Do you understand I'm still amazed by fax machines? You put it in in New York, it comes out in California. How's that possible? It doesn't make any sense. I was like, you mean sending emails? No, fax machines, Nobody, are, I still can't understand it. It's like an, well... It, Teleportation, it, I tell you. So how do you understand emails? I, who says I do? <laughs> Fact. Key emails are the worst invention ever because now everyone can reach you anytime. When it was regular snail mail, someone sent you a letter. You might not respond. Maybe they never got to them. With emails, you're available to everyone 24 hours a day. But they no, don't need text. to know that you're available because you don't have to answer it. Well, see, that's, text that's would right. mean that you're available all the time because I can oh, see on your text. iPhone... If you read or do not read what? your text. What oh, are you talking text? about, Max? I could stand right mean? next to you, you and you mean? won't be available at times. Look at Key. Look at Key. Yates, Evan. I'm sorry. Key, someone just told me Evan said something to me. Evan, did you say <laughs> something? Wait, this is great. Yates and, well, Yates and Evan. Key is like, what do you mean though. you can tell if I read my text or yeah, not? Yeah, but I can turn it off. Yeah, no, I, turn I, I leave off. my I leave mine yeah. on, so you know I'm ignoring you. You know what I hate about texts, by the way? Like, it, people, oh, just text me. Texting takes more time than a quick phone call. Texting is not a word, just FYI, since you're very critical like that. You just send me a text. Oh, yeah? Is that yeah. right? Yeah, just to let you right, know. Are you, you a always, FaceTime you guy, Max? Me, so I just want to make sure you understand. No, FaceTime, no, no, FaceTime world, is man. too much. A phone, we got it right with the phone. We didn't need to go past the phone. Quick phone call, boom, 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 done. I'm not writing a whole novel on my phone. I don't do phone calls anymore. I FaceTime everybody. I only FaceTime people. Why? Because I want to see you. Max, if if, if I called you, Max, and you was like, yo, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm chilling, you might be lying to me. You might be upset, mad, in the dark. So if I FaceTime you... I can see your ambiance, your vibes, everything around you. Are you really chilling? Listen. I'm with you, Max. Yep, yep. Yep, you don't need to be looking at me. I'm trying to see it. Listen, you FaceTime me from the crib before. We FaceTime. What are you talking about? Well, that was probably an accident. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes you hit it accidentally and then you got to play it off like you did it on purpose. Yeah. He, listen, you have to understand, he and I are very handsome. And when you're handsome, you should always want to be seen. It's like Tom Brady. You don't want to be overexposed. Just a little bit at a time, it's enough. You guys are. It's like staring into the sun. Right now, Key is fake. There you go, Key. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) He's crazy. He's wild. Yeah, FaceTime. That's what I'm saying. FaceTime everybody, guys. I'm going to FaceTime you at midnight, see what you're doing. 
See, that, that's when you cross the line. Exactly. I want to FaceTime my kids because I want to look at their faces. But I'm also not calling your ass at midnight, Key. But I don't need you calling me. I might be in a meeting. Don't FaceTime me. Put it on Text Do Not me. Disturb. No, I'm not doing all that. I'm not doing <laughs> it's, that. It's Text a button. Me. It's just a little me. thing you just push on your phone. I know what it do is. Not look, too many Jay, buttons already. Just, look, there's some things Man, that I am oblivious to because I choose to be. That's fair. And there's other things. I know what a damn uh, uh, put it on. Do not disturb. I know how to do that. I know how to turn off my read so you don't know that I read your text message. I got that. Don't get mad at me. I'm just saying, you know, just trying I'm not to... mad at you. I'm just saying <laughs> I get it. Well, I can have a certain tone, you yeah. see? Jay wants that to is... do it on FaceTime so he can create an NFT. Uh, <laughs> Put it in the this, metaverse. This guy always yeah. trying to bring something back to NFTs. Yeah, yeah, I'm, right. like, I'm going to try to figure out what that is. You and Key are officially getting in a couple weeks an NFT. Don't I'm going to present to you on the show. I'm going to keep. I'm actually going to give it to everybody. Are you physically going to give it to us? to everybody on our team since I don't yeah, give right, our team anybody. Woo. I don't give them anything, and we're going to watch the value increase over time, and then let's see what it's worth. Waste your money. It's not my money. I got it. I already own it. When you have the NFT, where does it go? Like when you say you're going to give it to us, is it going to be we're going to be able to touch it or is it going to be somewhere in the metaverse or how's it, it goes work? in your MetaMask wallet. Yeah, my MetaMask a, wallet? It's like a digital wallet. Yes. I, you have a digital wallet key? I have that wallet thing and guess you what? You already have one on yeah, your Yeah, the plane ticket goes in my the plane ticket. Wait, guess what? Here, no. I'll pull it up for you. You can yeah. you can store I'm your a, credit cards there too, a, you know. I don't do So you already have a digital wallet. What are you talking about? All right. There you go. Jay? You're already in the game. You didn't even know. So I have Jay? an NFT. Drives no, you don't. Oh, oh, sorry. I didn't know. You see I that, I Jay? There what, it is. What's that? There's, there's two things in here. Something that says Apple Cash, it says zero. <laughs> and then there's another <laughs> thing in here that says NFL PA, former player, get member number, Ooh, and that's you get, it. You get those checks coming to that account? That's the only thing. No, there's no. this is just for discounts. You know what it's like, though? Like so, taking, the, taking the Evan and... Max approach the whole virtual world, <laughs> the whole virtual world stuff. Key you wild. <laughs> you know, in the old days, you would buy a let's say a videotape of a movie or something, right? You had the, physically, you had it. Nowadays, also, no, I can't get into my account. I I, I, I bought this thing, but uh, you oh, I transferred it to too many Apple TVs. Now I don't have access to it because you don't physically ever have it. There do you, you order go. Amazon? Do you watch stuff off? Do you order there stuff you off Amazon? Yeah, I do. Of course, I order stuff right. for streaming because I got no choice. There you go. Or, or, or back in the day when we were kids and growing up, Max, when it made sense is that if we wanted something, we pay for it, we get it, we move on. Yeah. This time, we pay for something, we don't want it, we can't move on, and they keep charging your damn account. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, that's what streaming TV is. Like, it's so funny. Everyone's like, "Oh, I'm streaming." I'm like, "Okay." Well, just make sure you check out. You probably spending more money streaming with all these services yeah. than you actually did for your cable bill. Because oh, much people lose track I, of it. Uh, 100%, all the apps, Jay? like, oh, you're paying Amazon, you're paying man, this app. Man, you go, they're like, hold on, how much am I spending? I thought we was breaking it down when we did our budget a couple years ago. Remember uh, last year, I think it was. Remember, I was like, oh, yeah, I got this and this and oh, I got that. And I had DirecTV originally. And then I was like, oh, I'll get out of DirecTV. Yeah, man, we started getting all these little... Apps for streaming, the damn bill is higher than it was for DirecTV. <laughs> That's yeah. what and maybe and sometimes you don't just have access to it. Sometimes you just, oh, I can't get it, or you transfer it too much, and now you have to buy or, it again. But I tell you where to get the subscription fee. So, like, back before when you would get your actual bill, right, like, you actually see it. It's in your face. Like, oh, what they get you on this is the subscription fees, they renew after certain times when you don't turn it off on your phone. So it just keeps renewing. 
and you have no idea, you're just paying it. I don't know you how the working man does it. I don't know. I don't know how the working man does it. If you're driving a truck right now listening to us, I God bless you. I don't know how you do it. Joel Embiid's conundrum heading into game six has nothing to do with facing elimination. That's next on ESPN what? Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Nothing to do with apps. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So, <laughs> you guys see this uh, proposal on this TSA line? No. What happened? What? Some guy uh, proposed on a TSA line. <laughs> it's like in the middle of a Af- TSA after line. After he got through security. Yeah, got got through after security, he got through security. And he got down on one knee. Yeah, got the, so we were trying to think of like, what's a less we romantic probably, place to propose? But Key, have you heard? Wait, no, Key hasn't heard this story. I've heard this story. Key, listen to this story. It is Evan, uh, regarding Evan's sister and brother-in-law. Yeah, so my, my brother-in-law proposed to my sister while she was sitting on the toilet. And now, why? So, why was wait, it? I need more details. So, hey, yo! I need way more details. So that. she kept bugging him, like, when, when are we going to get uh, engaged? When are you going to do it? And, and he's, you know, just got kind of a, a funny sense of humor. And he was like, oh, no, I'm just going to do it one day when, when you're t- taking a poop. And, uh, and she was like, no, no, seriously. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to. And then one day she was, she was in the bathroom for, uh, in the morning and he knocked on the door. And she's like, what? I'm going to the bathroom. He goes, no, I need to ask you something. It's, it's important. And she opens the door and he gets down on one knee and asks her to marry him. I guess that's not bad considering he's got to live with that for the rest of his life. <laughs> he's, I got to tell I'm you, so confused. This though, might wait. be the first, me telling the story might be the first time that people who know them really well heard this story because for like the longest time, so they got uh, engaged back in 2010, I think, 20, no, 2009 they got engaged. And um, so in, tw- in 2009 for like probably, you know, 10 years after that, people just said, oh, yeah, yeah, he just did it in the morning, you know, while we we're getting ready to go to work. What, what's your, way, your brother-in-law's he, my hero, by the way. That's the best thing I've heard. She's bugging about an engagement? Okay, how's this for a proposal? Yeah, exactly. Hold, hold on, Evan. Yeah, so uh, one follow-up question. Like, typically when people get engaged, they're happy to get up and they hug. Like, did, did, was there, like, a delay in her get up and hugging him and saying yes? Did she the, say yes? She's spraying she the room before she gets down gathered? on oh, the toilet and man, then he put the man. finger. I need more details, man. The, I need to understand what the follow-up is. The details story. that I have heard is that she had not started going yet. Number uh. two. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he can get used to the smell, that's for sure. Oh. Yeah, crop dusting everywhere before it even starts. Yeah, so I don't you know, know what, what makes somebody, I guess maybe the guy at TSA 
his he got his encouragement up when he went through the security. But why wait until you go through security? I, I wonder Maybe if they just, took the ring mm. out. Like as he's going through TSA, he had to take the ring out because it was metal going through the thing. And they were like, "Oh, what's this?" And the ring is out. So right there, he's just like, "You know, I'm just going to do it right now instead of waiting for the rest." I of just want to know if you sit to that Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah, romantic did, yeah. I, yeah, I want to know yeah. about Evan. Sit, like, I just want to know Evan if your sister washed her damn hands before you put the ring on. <laughs> Man, well, she had. If she hadn't what, started Kate? yet, the real danger is too tight a squeeze. you got to be gent- gentle, oh, gentle hug. God. Gentle hug, not too tight. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're, don't start me on keychains, by the way. Key, hold on. This song still, though, this song still hits differently, Key. Every time it comes on, I'm like, oh, just bring me back to the beach and a drop top. Just woo. Yeah, I heard it before I went to bed last night. Ooh, what? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel. Oh, okay. I'm going to put my, D- my old school DJ voice on. Yeah, that's what I said. I hear the voice. I heard the voice, though. That's what I said. I hear the voice. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Kiss After Dark. <laughs> You're now listening to Max After Dark. Keyshawn J. Willemax. So... There were a whole bunch of choices, including Best Burner, Lucas Robin, Weird Proposals. They got various numbers, percentage, percentage of votes. <laughs> Evan's, Evan's brother-in-law wins that one. Um, surprised the you-know-what out of her the way he did it. Uh, Embiid's conundrum wins in a landslide, but at least with a plurality of the votes, 35% plus. Next closest was under 25%. So we're going to talk about Embiid, guys. Um the fans have voted on at KeyJ and Max on Twitter. So Embiid was asked whether he's risking his health playing through this fractured orbital bone, manned up, put a mask on, got back for the playoffs, won him two games at home. And this was Embiid's response. Um, I, I don't think so. Um, you know, obviously I'm not a specialist. I'm just listening to the doctors. Um, I don't think so. So it's just about, you know, pain tolerance. And, uh, you know, this is a lose little situation for me. Uh, you know, if I don't play, you know, uh, probably get called soft. And, you know, if I play and I play bad, uh, you know, probably say, you know, probably come up with a bunch of stuff that I guess is just not good enough. I get what Joel is saying. He's saying the media is going to frame this as a lose-lose for me. But my thing is, if the you media lose. is not, if you lose, yeah. Like, they're not going to do that if you win. And so you, you can still change the narrative. Key, the, the only thing that bothers me about this is when I look at their whole team in general, like, nobody's saying the stuff that needs to be said about, yo, we were sorry as hell tonight, and there's no way in hell this is going to happen in game six. That's on me. Like, I don't hear accountability. I hear a lot of excuses from the James Hardens, from the Joel Embiid's, and I get that it's a tough situation in which he's playing with. Look, a, a fractured orbital bone, like right? Like, and the, the thumb, I get all the issues. 
But when you're in battle, man, just go get it done. Yeah, I, you know, Jay, I, I look at it and I say, okay, but I feel like based on Embiid's comments that he made a couple weeks ago, you know, talking just, you know, kind of like throwing shade at Doc, I feel like he is doubling down on it because of the pressure to play. And so he's like, well, I'm not the doctor. I just do what the doctors say, which is a typical sign of an athlete that feels a certain way about the way he's being treated by the medical staff or by his coaches. And then at the same time kind of saying, well, you know, if I don't play, it's a lose-lose. If I play, it's a lose-lose because then I, I got to deal with the fact that I'm soft or I'm not good enough. That just sounds like some coaching stuff to me because the media – and the fan base in Philadelphia, from what I can see, hasn't been on him like that recently. No, Embiid is the man. And but put on the mask, win you two games at home, but they came out so flat in game five. Key, it makes some sense to me what you're saying. Maybe. I mean, you're just asking the question, really, which is what a good germ spreader does, right? I'm just asking the question. This is a good technique of mine. I'm just asking the question, is it at Doc Rivers at all? Because if your team's not ready to go in a game five in the playoffs on the road, they just come out flat. Uh, maybe that's on the coach. Here's what Doc Rivers, Sixers head coach, said at the post-game presser. I want to watch the tape or burn the tape. I'm not sure which one. I'll probably watch it uh, because I have to, and then I'll burn it. Uh, but we'll be ready um, next game. We have to be. They have to be. <laughs> I just understand. You have no choice. It's do or die. You know, a team, look, no team, no team in this series has won on the road. And the Sixers will have to win on the road to win the series. But now they got to defend home court again after really coming out flat. Key, J, I think they can defend home court. Can they get a win on the road against the Heat? So the team that wins game five has an 85.9% chance of winning the series. Okay? So, like, we're talking about 10% pretty much for the 76ers to win the series. It makes sense because if you won game five, you're probably a little better. And so, now the, if the, the, you know, the, the slightly worse team has to win two in a row from the better team, right? Like it, yeah. yeah. Yates, let me ask you because you're a diehard Philly fan. 10% chance for your team to win this game straight up. You taking it? Am I taking the 10%? Yeah. No, no, the series straight up. The series, yeah. Uh, 10% chance you guys will win the series. They, they have, I mean, obviously they have to win the next game, but I, I like, if they, I'll put it like this, if the Heat plays on, they're going to lose that joint. So I'm going to go 8%. Here's the question. Does Doc Rivers inspire you with confidence, Yates, Sixers fan, or do you think – because it's a winnable series. Do you think it's a winnable series with Doc as the coach? Because we know he can get stubborn about what he's doing. If he goes into the to, into it with an open mindset of like, all right, if I have to play certain dudes that aren't in a rotation, then I'm cool with that. But if he's going to be stuck in his ways, then there's nothing that you can do about it. So I wouldn't be that confident about it. I do think that the Sixers still can win the series, though. Okay, so here I, I still believe the Sixers can win the series. But this is what they need in order to win the series. James Harden has to be different, man. Yes! Like, Joel Embiid, I, I have no doubt that Joel Embiid is going to respond. Right? And if, if you get stuff out of Tyrese Maxey, great. 
Tobias Harris, I hear that he got a lot of money. I still like you need James Harden to be somewhat decent in these games. And even last night for him to take 13 shots, I'm just like that's more on average of like he needs to have more of a prolific moment. Like that's why he is there. That's why my comment before we even got here was at the end of this thing, we will find out that James we find out who James Harden is. I'm so glad you said that, Jay. Key, I'm so glad Jay said that because I don't want to have to be the bad guy every time. Right? Oh, the non-athlete guy bringing up the, the, the... No. James Harden has had enough moments in his career where if he had played better, maybe yeah. they win a championship. Here yeah. it comes again. Can you... You're going to... Okay, defend home court, and then James, can you show up on the road in a game seven against a great defensive team? Can you do it? He's going to have to show it. I mean, they, mm-hmm. uh, defend home court, get, get back in the, get back to uh, Philly, take care of business there, and then roll back, roll back down to Miami and get it done. That's... Just where's that now? It's and usually the young players, Key, and the role players that don't show up on the road in series, right? James Harden's not young. He's not a role player. Come on. Come on, James. Come on. He got he to play better. Because it, it, essentially, people like myself who gives people an opportunity to prove themselves, he's running out of that room right now. Yo, you he know what the really difference is, is Key, Jay? James Butler. Jimmy Butler might have James a... Butler. Yeah, J- James Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler might have a... I thought Tim Devine Harden. Jimmy Butler may have a bad game in a game six or a seven, but it won't be because he didn't show up. It'll be because he didn't – the shots weren't – whatever, it happens. But Jimmy Butler will show up. He will be energized. He will give it 110%. We know that already, right? And, and the Heat had Jimmy Butler. Now they have James Harden. Will he do the same thing? Jay, last word. It just comes down to the energy that James Harden gives you, man. That's a, like, that's going to be his legacy when it's all said and done. I know he's hampered with a hamstring issue. I know Joel Embiid is hurt. But at the end of the day, nobody cares. Got to go out and get it done. Mm-hmm. That's why you were brought together. Preach, my brother. You can get it done Preach in Houston. They had brother. a game seven, and Chris Paul got hurt, and James Harden could not hit the broad side of a barn with a handful of buckshot. All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.